Thank you for coming back to Everybody Mad Podcast. This is Rel. Uh, as always, I appreciate y'all tuning in. This is Everybody Mad. Uh, as always, email everybody mad at everybodymadpod at gmail.com. IG, everybody mad pod. Uh, podcast platforms. Listen, like, subscribe, everybody mad. Uh, so, as always, this is everybody mad chat room and i'm excited for this conversation i'm gonna have i'm excited for this guest that i'm getting ready to introduce uh i'm gonna let her describe herself um so how i welcome all my guests into the everybody mad chat room is give your name age sex location and one interesting fact about yourself um all right so you ran down a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, um, my name is Crystal. Um, I am 28 years old. I am a female. Um, I live in Jersey. Uh, mm. <laughs> Jersey. Work in New York. I hate these New York haters. Um, what am I missing? The interesting fact about yourself. Oh, and the interesting fact about myself. Hmm. What is uh, that's a good one. Mm. What is an interesting fact about myself? That's a first date question. It is. I nah, 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 that's a yeah. It's it, a first date question. Um, I don't know. This is like corny. I'm like, is this interesting? Um, it's about yourself, so it's interesting to you. Uh, what am I? I am ext- I am in extremely impulsive. That's mm. not interesting. That's, yes, it is. It can be. I'm impulsive it, about a lot of stuff. Spontaneity is, is a great yeah. thing. Yeah, that's, that's look at my that. Fact. So, how's your day going? My my days is, is is interesting. I've flooded my kitchen. <laughs> How'd that happen? Fucking <laughs> trying to get here. So. <laughs> <laughs> I had a late night. Podcast. <laughs> I had a late night. I got to my house at like ten o'clock this morning, nine o'clock this morning, something like that. And I'm like, shit, I gotta get to the podcast. So I jump in the shower. I'm cleaning up, jump in the shower. And before I jump in the shower, I'm like, my dog's gonna need some clean water because he keeps throwing his food in the water because he's a little asshole. And so I like clean out his bowl, put the bowl on the kitchen counter and turn the water on so I can fill it up. And I get in the shower and I'm in the shower chilling, like just taking my sweet ass <laughs> fucking facial scrub, like just taking us my time singing in the shower. I turn off the water. I'm like, yeah, the water's still running, but it's not on. Bugging out. I come, I open the door. I'm like, you see my kitchen as soon as you come out the bathroom. I open my door and the shit is everywhere. Like the water is like flowing over. Over the fucking island, onto the under the couch, under the refrigerator, 
And I'm like, you know what this shit made me think of though? This is why I was so upset because I was just like, yo, I'm an adult and I have five towels. Five, <laughs> five fucking towels. Oh shit. And I'm like, how am I supposed to clean this shit up? So I had to take the blanket off my bed, the bare blanket off my bed and throw it on the floor to soak up all the water. And all I could think about is I only have five fucking towels. As an adult, it's only one of me. Why I need more than five towels? That's real. But if I was at my mom's house, she had like 50 towels. <laughs> Could have had this shit cleaned up a long time ago. So being a, 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 a dog parent, <laughs> being it's a mom. It's stressful. A single mom life. <laughs> Fucking dog be stressing me out. Yo, it's real. Yo, it's real. So that's how my day is going. Um, yeah, I'm drinking out of uh, drinking, and um, yeah. And I, that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, how's your weekend been? Uh, weekend was good. It went by real fast though. Mm. By fast. It was All Star Weekend. Valentine's Day that. weekend. Yeah. All of them uh, was in the in the air. Black Caucus weekend, New York State Black Caucus. Mm-hmm. This was this was the weekend for flourishing. It was. Yeah. It was. Shout out to the flourishes. Yes. I heard beards was trash. <laughs> what is that? Must love beards. <gasps> oh, was it? I was I supposed heard to it go. Was trash. It it's pictures. It looked lit. I was supposed to go, and I was like, I'm exhausted. Damn. I was trying to find me a beard. That sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shoot your shot, bro. Like, no, for oh my god, I love me some beards, Lord. Mm. Mm, interesting. All right, so let's jump into this hot seat. Uh, so today's theme and topic is judgmental men and sex. And the question was was originally posed to me, um, and I thought it interesting. And I said, hey, let's have this conversation on the show. So the question is, why are men judgmental about sleeping with with women on the first date, but complain when their girlfriends or wives are prudes? So I think I'm the wrong person to ask initially when this question was originally posed, because I'm like, I don't care. I've, I've personally fallen in love with someone that I slept with on my first 24 hours of knowing them. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> that was a real, like, I cherished that that, <laughs> that relationship mm-hmm. at one point. But in general, I think some of it comes down to society and the role society plays in how we are raised and developed. Yeah. But yeah, so society is like, it, it raises us in a certain manner to look at realistically our interactions with women in this purity context. Like your wife has to be pure. Like there are so many women who are not virgins, but mm-hmm. still wear white dresses in their wedding, and there are there there are a number of women who don't. I, I've seen tons of pictures of black dresses, blue dresses, wedding dresses, and I think they're fabulous. Mm-hmm. But like that concept of maintaining and holding on to tradition, 
And this is very interesting because I actually want to talk at some point about the hypocrisy of tradition Mm. and how, like, we, we don't really oftentimes take a step to realize, like, the contradictions that we often like are living out and carrying out mm-hmm. and can't explain but we, we we feel so strongly about them and for men for a number of men it's like oh my wife my woman has to she has to be in some sort of way like pure like i think there's an acceptance and there's a tolerance now for if she's not a virgin like right. that's no longer the standard um but and I remember at one point it was like, how many men did she sleep with? I don't know if that's no longer a thing. I, I feel like that's not that's no longer a thing that's that's really cared about. Uh, I think I think it's one of those things where like some people still ask or still care. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you ask, you care. Like you know, to some extent. So I think I've heard that. I haven't had anybody ask me that um, in a while. But it's just like. Mm-hmm. But I I remember as a kid growing up, like as a as a teenager and you met a girl and you, you started talking. Those are one of the, the standard questions. Like, oh, how many people you talking with? Like, it was real. That was a standard question? I, I, I think for me it was. It, it, was. it was. It was a point of conversation. Yes, it was. It was a, it was a standard. How many people you talking with? Like, Because what does that do for you? What does that mean? I, I've, as an adult now, I don't know. I'm, but I these just, were the things that you 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 saw that you were you were told you kind of grew up around. At, at least for a guy, it was it was like, oh, like she's a hoe, mm-hmm. like mm, oh yeah, you can't sleep with her, you can't talk to her. I mean, I don't think hoe is determined by the number of people. I don't think so neither. Now as an adult, I will I will <laughs> say that like I mean, I start hearing some outrageous numbers, then I'm just like, how did you have time for all of this penis or this vagina? Like. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I I did this I, I did the math in context once, right? Because uh-huh. I was having this conversation and, and they was talking about like niggas who had like hundreds of bodies, like hundreds. Even a hundred, like it's possible. I know it's possible, but it's just like if you went away to college, I did go and, away to college, and you spent a small, considerable time engaging with members of the opposite sex. <laughs> The potential for I, I think was it this I don't know if I talked about it on one of these episodes or something. I, I had this That's a lot of cat. The, the ratio is 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 possible. Like okay, as a thirty one year old man, I went to college in an era where like where black women that 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 where there were more black women in college. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that cycle. I, I I was a part of that early stretch. I would say like. 2000s, the mm-hmm. mid, like, I feel like I was. Anyways, so the, the ratios there were high. In some cases, they were 8 to 1, 10 to 1, higher than that. Like, for Damn. male to female ratio on campus. Where'd you go to school? I went to Bridgeport. So I didn't even go to an HBCU. Uh, and, and the crazy part about it is when you do this math at an HBCU, for a black man, it, it, it increases exponentially. Mm-hmm. So... In my little case sample, if I would just look at Bridgeport, it's just like, oh, like the 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 scenario was like eight to one or something like that. Yeah. And if you look at that, okay, eight to one. Not everybody's having conversations with the opposite sex. Not everybody's interested in that. So that or you could just 
easily break that down. It's like five to one. And then even in that one, that one isn't real one because even in some of that, that's not a full whole. Yeah. So that's half. That's so a- now he has half to to five. Like yeah, you're- I mean. So you can hit something every month. It's possible for the whole four years you was there. You can hit multiples in the same night. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all real life. So, and these are the, so I think these are the, some of the bounds like that. The conversation has grown through, and like how the conversation has developed. So it's no longer okay. My wife has to be a virgin, or my girlfriend has to be a virgin. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I, at least from my perspective, I don't see it as okay. Uh, I'm worried about the number of men she slept with. Mm-hmm. But I do think there's still a limit on how how freaky or how or common layman terms how we would understand is like how freaky she is, how like mm-hmm. how nasty is she? Right. Um how forward is she with this? I do still think that there is some stigma around that. Um particularly like if you sleep with her on the first night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I've 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 been in conversations where I've heard men say, Yeah, if I fuck with her first night I can't I can't date her. And it's just like I'm like, but why? Like what what the connection couldn't have just been that genuine? Maybe she just wanted some dick. Like Yo <laughs> So I wanna ask you, how do you feel about this? As a woman, as so, a black woman, dating black men. Ah, uh, I love me some black men. Um with beards. With beards, chocolate black men with beards. Chocolate um, black men with beards. Over six feet. Cool. She got a tight. <laughs> that Listen, is. her IG will be in the, the comments. <laughs> Feel free to shoot your shots. Uh, get me blown up out here. So. Um. No, I'm good. I still got more. Okay. Um. All right. So I think I'll I'll say I am just recently getting out of a relationship. And so my ex, I think I slept with him. Not I didn't sleep with him on the first night because he was being weird. Mm. Um, but what's weird? He was Define weird. He was so he was nervous. Okay. Which is fine, but so like we um this wasn't even the first was this I don't remember what this this might have been maybe the first second or third night I can't remember when this was but like um we had a my neighbor's dog was over and he was playing with the dog and the dog kept licking his hands. And so every, like, literally every, like, five minutes, he would get up and use the bathroom. Mind you, I don't really know. <laughs> like, yo, what the fuck is wrong with him? Like, why does he keep going to literally, like, clockwork, like, every five minutes? But the dog was licking his hand. The dog's breath stinks. So, he... <laughs> so I was like, why you just this... stop playing with the dog? <laughs> like, don't. Yo, he was in trap. See, so this this is the pressures. These are the pressures. Because I was like, yo, he gotta go. These, exactly. These are the pressures. You trying to like impress her? Just tell me. Anyway, but anyway, so as because that was some dumb shit. As a black woman dating black men, um, who I also love, um, I think that when I was in a relationship, I probably was a little judgmental towards it. Like I, when people would be like, yeah, I fucked him on the first time. I'm like, girl. Like, you don't got no discipline. But this is someone getting dick every day, Mm -hmm. a couple times a day. You know, like, you know, it's on call. Mm -hmm. Then going to now being single and like, okay, so consistent penis seems to be tied to a relationship. I know we talked about like whether it is or whether it's not, but like you can't really just own someone's time that 
one doesn't live with you two is not you know what i mean like they have their own life they have things to do you don't you're not intertwined so you don't know their schedule and as you shouldn't right but like when you're used to being someplace where it's just like i know this nigga gonna be home at six (laughs) because we live together (laughs) i can expect this i can know i can wake up to this to like that's not an option so at first i was a little judgmental and now i'm just like it's it's a thing of discipline i think um because like you could have really great sex and then just be a shitty individual, mm. and so it's just like for me it's like I like energy. I've slept like the <sighs> oh, the guy that I one of the the guy that I talk to now. Um, I slept with him on the first night, and it was this is like the craziest thing ever. Like literally met him out at. An event. I'm trying not to blow myself up too much, especially because <laughs> <laughs> so, at an event and like literally like we connected there, laughing, talking. Um, he's an Aries like me, and I'm like yeah. I've never met a male Aries like in that field, like in dating or like being interested. I have like some friends that like are Aries, but like I love my sign. I know it's like whatever, but like okay. Aries are Aries are a beast, like. So to meet a male Aries is something I've never experienced before. And like we hit it off. We were um, just like laughing, joking. I'm very like straightforward. And that's how it can happen. It literally talked to this man for until like, I think we met at around like 10 or 11. Talked to mm. this man straight, legit until uh, like 3 o'clock. I, I believe it. And like chilling, like laughing. And at first I'm just like, um, well, he had like, well, he got a little game. He had like little funny things he would say and do or whatever. And then he was just like, I, you're Aries, so I know you're stubborn. Like, you like one of those people that if somebody tell you not to do something, you're going you gonna to do it anyway. So, like, corny shit. Like, he was just like, don't kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Some, like, it's funny. It's corny, but it's What's funny. the Aries time frame? <laughs> uh, March 21st to April 20th, I think. Mm, or something okay. like that. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, March 25th. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so like literally, like I'm just like, boy, I'm not gonna kiss you. I don't even know you. He was like, we've been getting to know each other all the time. I'm like, no. Exactly. But we, and we had literally like learned like his whole life story, whole life, literally. Um, and then we was upstairs, we would walk Sam, we were walking the dogs, whatever, walking the dog, like, um, got back upstairs and I don't know, she just went down. It was like. So let me ask you this. Had that black man said, damn, we fucked on the first night. I can't talk to you no more. What would your response have been? The fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Like, so here's my thing. If you think because me fucking you on the first, first of all, like for men out there, y'all need to understand women look at men and be like, I would let him hit. Like we know that. We we, we understand that. Nah, no. no, A lot of people don't. I think, hold hold on. This is what I don't think. And, so, like, this is what I don't think women fully understand and con- conceptualize when it comes to dating men. Mm-hmm. Is when we recognize that women will place a nigga in a category of, I would fuck him or I'm not fucking him immediately. Yeah. Like, that's something that, that's a, that's a, something, that's a, a decision y'all often make fairly quickly mm-hmm. based off that first initial interaction. Mm-hmm. Men do something similar, mm-hmm. but from, just how we are, again, 
how we've been in societalized to to see dating we, we go a little step further with that mm-hmm. so while we will decide whether i'm fucking you or not there's still some additional categories that you're placed into initially mm-hmm. and those categories can range from i'm not fucking her to i'm gonna fuck her and that's it i could fuck her and talk to her a little bit mm-hmm. i could potentially date her wifey marriage material towards the latter end mm. and and somewhere in there is still i could mess with her and it could just be something cool you know stable mm-hmm. and it's that categorizing that i think really does fuck with this perception of i can't sleep with her the first night mm. but it's the category it's the category that men oftentimes will place you in from jump and there's no real movement between the categories for the most part mm. especially not between i'm not fucking her you're not going from i'm not fucking her to to like wifey like there's oftentimes mm. not going to be that that hop and leap yeah and i think that i slept with her on the first date is is one of those that oh i can't she's a fuck with and i can't i can't take that to anything further Which and i think crazy. that's a problem it is because it's just like like I literally just told the same nigga that the other day and I was just like, yo, I don't the <laughs> I'm gonna just be out here fucking on the same like the day I meet people for many reasons. But I'm just like the energy was good. Like it was real good and I was like and I did. I wanted some dick. We're adults. <laughs> and and but so I'm just like but I'm like not that it matters if I was giving it up any time, every, like, the first time. I, it really, because, I mean, if people do whatever the fuck they want to do. But exactly. I'm just saying, but, like, n- you need to understand that I don't. And so the fact that I did is because the energy was good and because I wanted to. Like, you didn't just, you didn't smooth your way into this vagina list. <laughs> That's not what happened. I, I said, damn, I would have sex with him. And then we, like, hit it off. And I was like, all right, gate open. So... What advice? Fuck advice. Fuck advice. How do we change this? How do we get past this bullshit? I think that people need to just focus on the person that that they're that's in front of them. Like, I'm a dope ass individual. I know that. Okay. Like, right? I'm I'm like no cocky shit. Literally, I'm a dope ass individual. I'm a cool person to be around. Um, and so, if you we have sex, we have great sex, right? And like then you're like you you're calling me we're we're still interacting we have a good time or whatever like why would the fact that I slept with you on the first night matter if you like you know what I mean if you mm-hmm. like me right because people will try to trick themselves out like especially men they'd be like I like her but I fucked her on the first night so then now I can't be with her if you want to be with somebody to be with somebody but see that's what I'm saying like that's that societal shit like it's like you can't go back to your homeboys and be like yo I smashed my first night but I love her like like, yes you can I I I think love I I said love like to me that's an I mean you could it's not a big business though you could essentially love someone on the first night sure like I said I I have that situation where I felt like I met this girl in college. Mm-hmm. We literally somewhat similar to your interaction. You said you, you met at like 10 o'clock. I think mm-hmm. we met maybe a little earlier. And we talked to like 2, 3 in the morning. Yeah. And in that time span, like I felt like I learned so much. Like right. about like similarities and, 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 and comp facts. 
That's your, that, that, that nigga's my friend. I was like, yo. And now I want to hang out with you because we friends. Yes. And, and it's somewhere in there that was a sexual vibe and chemistry that, right. that developed. And you happen to fuck. And, it's right. okay, and that's okay. It's like, what, like, cause why does that mean? Like, I'm not looking at you like now you can't be my husband. Like, cause I, and I, I even said like, after we had sex, I was like, I was joking, but this also goes to like societal shit. I was like, you're such a whore. Like you let me hit the first night. <laughs> oh, so you tried to flip the <laughs> He was like, he was like, yo, honestly, I don't even know how I got this. But let me ask this. Does this, this, this belief in it. Because I do think that there are women out there who also believe that oh, I can't sleep with a man the first night because of this, this, this. That's because image that men, men tell. It. Yep. Does it does it continue this this mindset that puts a woman in a secondary place to a man in a relationship? Mm, that it puts a woman in a secondary place. Yes, like, because. They both slept with each other on the first oh, night. Oh yes, that's true. That's <laughs> but it's it's more of a uh, of a stain on her than it is on him. You know, what my best friend said men like the chase, and so if you give it up on the first, like he literally tells me that he's like, "You out here, you're gonna do whatever you want to do. Whoever you want to date, don't have sex with them." The f- what is that a game? <laughs> I don't have time to play games. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> He was like, don't, he was like, don't sleep with them. Like, make them wait. Okay, I know I'm new to this single shit, but like, Nick, what? But that's a game to me. Like, to me, that sounds like a game. I slept with my ex the first, I think, week I met him. I held that nigga for seven years. Seven years. Don't fucking tell me, like. But why do we have to, why do we have to to play these dynamics? Because, like, I, I feel the question on why are men... Why are men judgmental about the women who sleep with them on the first date but complain when their girlfriends or wives? Because you want a freak. You, like, most most men. Yes. Most men want a freak or someone freaky or someone willing to evolve. Most, not all. Because I, I know some men who just be wanting regular. And they be like... That's fair to them? Okay. Yeah. Yes. But, I, but most men. So, for me, it doesn't make sense if... You have practiced purity or you have practiced like, and not to say that just because you don't sleep with somebody on the first night makes you approve that that, that's not, that's that's not it at all. But it's just like, if you, if you're focused on, you don't want someone who's really experienced, you want, because what's for most men, they, if they're past the virgin part now, nobody really wants a virgin anymore because that shit's annoying, but you want someone who, oh, okay, she been with one nigga for, you know, somebody (laughs) told me like legit, one of the niggas I was talking to was just like, oh, you've been in a relationship for seven years so you ain't been out here and it's like nigga so what <laughs> and then tells me that he thought i was approved because i've been in a relationship for seven years but does not go think about that so like people who in long-term relationships or married for a long time they'd be like oh they don't advertise sex and marriage in the same category no they're like opposites yes. like if you get married you will no longer have sex who the fuck wants to get it? No, that not my marriage. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's the part that I don't think we like. It. I don't think this is the part that we we think about when it comes to sex, dating, all of these 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 concepts. I don't yeah. want to call them constructs, concepts. Yeah. Because marriage means that you are going to be with someone for the rest of your life. 
That, that's how you that's how I think the 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 overwhelming majority see and conceptualize marriage. This is something long term forever and lifetime. Mm-hmm. And in that you have to think about the fact that this is this is the, the only person you are going to have sex with for the rest of your life. That's this is the only person that you're going to date the rest of your life. Why not get someone that you know can from up front though can Sorry, you have dope ass dates with spend yeah. dope at like these are some of the things that I think you should know up front. Like one of the questions that I had that I covered on the Valentine's Day special is like, mm-hmm. should you talk about in- intentions early on? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like let's put the fucking cards on the table. Like let's spill it. Like everybody come with a decks. Yeah. And and take a each car and explain something like what you want to do what what does this look like right what is that you know what i've think, been thinking about asking people like what is a if you want to date me if you want to be my man right what does a girlfriend look like to you at this so, point in your life what does a wife look like to what you? is a what like i'm slow down but yeah I mean, yes, but no, no, yeah, I'm but just what does that look like yeah no 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 but, but no, no. i get it so <laughs> fuck down. So like, that's that like, question on the first date <laughs> but no but what does a but girlfriend look like yeah I what, agree. what is and and that's something for me like i'm not ready to be in a relationship but i'm like yo what does a boyfriend look like from down to like calling right like down mm-hmm. to like how often do i want to speak to this motherfucker like how often do i want to be around you like i'm not trying to live with nobody but like i'm trying to get fucked regularly so like how often Yo, so one of the episodes I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm organizing, I'm setting up a, a group chat, cause it's, and I'm calling it a group chat, mm-hmm. the opposite, a, a woman, single woman's group chat is mm-hmm. what I'm calling it, because I want to gather a group of single black women together to mm-hmm. talk about dating. And those are some of the things that I think come up, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really intentional, on, especially like being that's the question, how do we get rid of some of this bullshit, this 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 gray space that lies between men and women, black men and women on how we date, how we interact with each other, how we have sex with each other. Like again, I don't I think we're so fever pitched on like getting to the the end goal that we mm-hmm. don't really stop to really assess what the points at each stage look like. So they look different. They, they do. look so different. Like, how yeah. People and I, 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 again, I'm, I said this on a, in a previous episode of trying not to be, trying not to generalize and trying not to, you know, always make sure not to be judgmental. But, like, I watch shows like uh, Love at First, Married at First Sight. Mm. And then there's this other show that I started watching literally yesterday uh, on Netflix, Love is Blind. And mm. the concept is people immediately just diving into marriage. Like on Married at First Sight, you know, you meet your significant other at the altar and you, you say yes, you say I do at the altar. With this Love is Blind, they're on a, a four-week course to get married. And I realized that, like, you know, some of our, our traditional stories that we hear about is like, oh, we dated for a few weeks. We dated, you know, we knew, you know, at first sight, blah, blah. I think we we don't put a lot of context to those situations that life expectancy was shorter you yeah. weren't dating as you you, you dated the, the same people you know in your town you you didn't date you know the same number of people you you, you didn't have access to this many number of people right. you you went you knew people in your town like right. those are the people you knew and like people was like well yeah that's the problem with dating and we have too many options yes we live in modern times <laughs> 
Like I, when people say shit like that, the problem with dating now, people have to me. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> do you hear yourself? Where are the options? Like you're supposed to have options. You... This is the this is the times in which we live in, and I don't I don't I'm really trying to understand like what's the problem that men have with women that they sleep with on the first date because to be honest i want you to keep that same energy when we get into a relationship these are the type of when you start dating like the the opposite of that and like they like they want to have sex once a week they like they want they can't like i'm just like what like i don't like or like oh now like you going into something i can't imagine like my husband my future husband going into this saying like damn i'm about to get married so i know i'm not gonna really be getting it that much what (laughs) (laughs) but but see not being funny that's that's a part of the but why are you accepting that as a because happy wife happy life no that's bullshit Mm. Okay. It's, it's, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> it's bullshit in the sense of like, oh, like even the the men that I date now, like I'm a very big believer in like making people happy, right? If you yes. make me happy in any way, especially physically, like I'm going to make you happy, right? So I have to find out what that happiness looks like. Yes. Me being happy doesn't automatically equate to you being happy, right? Because you know that you do stuff for people sometimes to make them happy, but this you really don't want to do that shit. But see, so. On the last episode that that, that just dropped, um, it talked about gender. We talked about gender roles being realistic, mm-hmm. and shout outs to Charles and Jocelyn for making this equation. But like, how men conceptualize sex is like, or certain terms of when a woman is being taken care of for a man, the the value that she does bring to the table is food and sex, and. Mm. Essentially, when you think about it, if a woman, if I, if as a man, I'm, I'm taking care of you and I'm providing for you. And but why are you taking care of me and providing for me? Because that's something that there are a number of women out here who who look forward to. That's that's still a that's still a, a operating procedure standard for a number of women who are looking for marriage and looking for that that sort of relationship type. Mm-hmm. That their husband will be the the protector and the provider, and in that she, you know. You know, equate it to the fact that what after that, all you can bring to the table is sex and food because he's he's covering the money. He's making sure the house is paid for. The bills are taken care of. What else is there for you to provide? So if as a husband, I, one, have to achieve this level of I have to take care of you and what essentially you do bring to the table. And you're not even providing the food because I my, my money is paying for the food. You're just cooking it. What are you? Okay. It's archaic, right? Who it sounds archaic. Who like? There are... Okay. Go I, I believe you. I know that there are. I'm not, I'm, I'm, but I'm just like... I... Yeah, no. I didn't even pose that question. That's the crazy... That's that's why it's a... That's why it's a... It's, it's realistically a thought that lives out there in the mm. universe that there are... Men that are gonna provide, protect, and wholeheartedly, you know, do these things for their women, mm. and the expectation in return becomes what, and what you can provide realistically is pussy, mm. and then in in the relationship, you're you're not getting it. Yeah. The man has an idea that he's not gonna get it on a regular basis, mm. but we have also been. 
again taught that you get married there are conversations that you you this is what you do to have a woman because this is what you all want so because we want you that's what we give but are we happy and then right in that these are the standards that we so and so quote unquote create that oh no we can't sleep with you on the first night if we really want to get into a relationship with you or we don't want it to wait 90 days but the first night ain't cool I've heard the 90 day thing before I was like mm, maybe I'll try that then I'm like like the fuck I have a homeboy right now who's not who's 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 dating and not having sex with women like and, and purposely like he's intentional on not having sex like he's not giving up the stick like he's That's he's come on the show and said it I'm giving him shout outs about it I, I need to set up a an episode with him to talk about this yeah but it's like why i think that i think that this is something i think that sometimes like with sex um especially if it's good sex right like you have chemistry <laughs> like like if it's good sex sometimes people like build up this idea or feeling in their head and they want to say if i meet this person and I don't have sex with them. Can I just get to know them and see if I still like them, right? So, yes. like, if I like you, the sex is only going to make it ten times better. I don't really fuck with you like that. We might not ever even get to sex, right? <laughs> but why do we put sex in that category? Like, why do we why do we separate it as if it's... Like, why do we give it so much power? Like, why is Powerful. being dick-whipped a thing? Uh, I can't say that I've... Uh, no, no, no. Why is it a thing? As, I think it's a thing because it is an overpowering feeling. Like, good sex... Good sex is not just about the stroke. It's not about the physical. It's about, like, the overall connection that you have mm-hmm. with somebody. And, like, literally that. Like, that exchange of, of energy. Uh-huh. And I think that that is what's powerful. It's like a... It's almost like... It's like a drug. Like, it's like... Mm. This high that you feel, you're like, God damn, like, this is good. I want that again. So, one, why don't we have more of it? Sex? Yes. I mean, speak for yourself. I don't know. I- <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Yo, why don't we get into it? I appreciate that. No, but in, in, in all seriousness, like, in why aren't, like, why, uh, okay, fuck, why aren't we having more of it? That's, that's real subjective. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we more free with it then? What's your definition of free? Why is it an issue if a woman wants to sleep? Why is it an issue if two people want to sleep with each other on the first night? Like, why can't they still just see each other afterwards as two people who want to fuck? And, like, the connection that brought them together was was real. And proceed afterward to see each other the same way they saw one another before the sex. I don't, I don't know. I'm actually dealing with that right now. I have no idea. Like, literally, the guy I slept with him... Literally, he came over like, a couple days later. We hung out all day, had mad fun. Like, literally, like, no, I'm good. Literally, a ton of fun, laughing, joking, whatever. Slept again. Slept together again that night. And then the, the couple days later. And then um, he got ghost. And I'm just like, for me, ghosting is annoying as fuck. Just tell me mm. you don't want to talk to me no more. Like, I'm going to tell you what so I want to talk It's childish. Just like, then, like, he's like, oh, Kobe's death is messing with me. Okay. All right, that's real. I'm going to give you that. Then, like, all this is, like, 
either like right now either you're gonna be consistent penis or you're not or i'm just gonna i'm like don't like pop back in and out so i'm saying this to say that like i don't know if that's necessarily the reason i i don't know what it is but i i know a lot of times or advice i'll get is like oh don't sleep with somebody the first night or don't sleep it doesn't have to be the first night i've literally only done that one time and that was this time right so it's just like that's not something i'm doing all the time but then it's like okay well don't sleep with them anytime soon okay well if I'm not trying to be in a relationship, even if I am trying to be in a relationship, wouldn't I want to know what this is like? And then now, so as a man, you take this from, I slept with her the first night, so she can't be my wife somehow. Why? I don't know. Like, if, if, if we jump back to the conversation that you talked about earlier about, like, want um, somebody to take care of you. Like, you slept with me on the first night. Like, does that, if you, if, does that automatically mean, like, I don't know. How am I? I'm fucked up. <laughs> Yo. No, I was trying to get there, but I'm like, I'm trying. It's just, to me, I just think it's stupid. It, it is because it's like, um, it's the, what is that? Why, again, if it's, it's such a great feeling. Like, when you, for, a, as a man, when you, when you hit that nut, like, it, it's, it's like exhilarating. Spell it out. Sound it out. Look how it's spelled. It's a, it's a it's a several letter word, mm-hmm. and it, it's a it's a, you can describe it literally in that context because it's really when you get that it's like exhilarating. I know what I'm saying. Carried out over the syllables. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's amazing, right? So in that night, like, so you meet that person, you have amazing sex, and like you're like, oh, okay, now she can't be my wife. Yet yeah, I am. I have all of these qualities about me, right? All these things, and it's just like. This because you I was I let you sleep with me on the first night. You think that this kind of slashes or puts a mark on me? Exactly. What does that say about your penis? Like about the dick that you're giving out? If you if that that means that's a reflection of yourself. And that's what I ask. Like that's the conversation I think that has to be asked. Is is why is it a negative on the woman? That means that you have terrible penis or something. Like your partner, like what? What sort of responsibility did you have for this? Like right. you was shooting the shots, you was shooting the game. Like I just, like I'm grown as fuck. I have all my own shit. I'm like make a ton of money. I'm successful. I don't need depend on nobody to give me shit. I'm not looking for you to take care of me. So you think that because I had sex with you, I don't even like, know if it's niggas think that you're gonna that we have to take care of you off the first date. I think it's just the oh you're you're no longer as pure as I as I desire of my wife or woman to be you know what it makes and me think of this money bag yo lyrics i've been listening to this thing a lot what does it say and it says a couple niggas might have had it but it's still grip tight okay, <laughs> like i don't know why that shit makes me laugh but it's also like you think that because so like if she slept with five people instead of two or one that makes her like listen I think we should be okay with people fucking who they want to fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, sleeping with people when they want to sleep with them. Just be clean. Yes. Get checked. Yes. Wrap Everything. Yeah. Yes. The, the the end of the show is called the Trojan. Just it, wrap it up. That's <laughs> it. Like safe sex. Be safe. Don't. I mean. Don't just. Uh, when I say don't just be giving it out to everybody, it's just like. Even if you do, no, it's just yeah, that too. But just like it's some some human beings out there that don't deserve sex. I'm not not, (laughs) like ill. 
talk about nasty nigga. Whatever your standard is, it's your standard. Right, have some standards, whatever that is. Have, I guess have some standards. Yeah. Sure enough, I think you should. Just doesn't wrap it up. But fuck who you want to fuck, nigga. Stop, stop judging women who sleep with you on the first night. Right. It don't mean they less than. It don't mean they don't deserve a call back. If you liked her enough to sleep with her, I think you you mm. you dis you degrade yourself. Honestly, if you liked her enough to sleep with her, and then after you sleep with her, you're like, oh, I shouldn't fuck with her anymore. I think you degrade yourself because it's like, what did that again? What did I say about your penis? That mm. you were okay sleeping with this woman, knowing that if you sleep with her, you can no longer talk to her. But you liked her enough to sleep with her. I don't know if like turn up this week with her only because I have a lot of friends who be like I just wanted to have sex like so I think it's it's a vibe right because you I know men that have sex with people that they like I've never I just so wait I know so that's what I'm saying but then that's bullshitting because then why you usually tell her that from job like why you just say I just want to fuck but that doesn't necessarily mean you want like like you won't want to fuck again that's fine that's a different conversation well that's Versus, what I'm saying but like. Versus, like, uh, just because you want to just fuck don't mean that you're not going to call the next day. You're going to call to keep fucking. But, like, you in your mind have already made up that this is not my wife. She might not want you to be her fucking wife, too. You ever consider that? I mean, her husband. So, that's another thing. It's like, stop thinking everybody you meet is, is a relationship. It's that's long true. term. Like, why do we have these 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 thoughts that when the moment we meet somebody, it's like, oh, that's my husband. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. Like, going back to these shows, this is like, I get it. Like, I don't, I, I really don't judge the people that go on these shows. Mm-hmm. I really wish they would go into it with a little bit more of an open mind. Right. I really watch and be like, yo, yeah, I really have no idea. Like, you, you went into this with really some false preconcepts. Mm-hmm. And it to me, it's very glaring on the role that... The role that, or or the perception that we have of marriage in this day and age, because mm-hmm. to me, I I view when these people talk about oh, I want to be married, uh, I I've always I've wanted a husband, I want to start a family. Mm-hmm. To me, that means that they understand that that marriage, to me, mm-hmm. means that okay, I flip this switch, I sign these papers, I'm officially married. I I should be doing all the things that a married person does what is that hold on but yet when these people are on this show they tend to want to date they Mm -hmm. tend to want to get to know each other they tend to want to understand more about the other Mm -hmm. and to me they always go well i'm gonna keep trying on this because i'm married or i'm gonna keep you know doing this because i'm married and it's just like you are putting the end before the beginning that's true and even though you put the end before the beginning, mm-hmm. you still will not jump into the end as if you're already there. You you don't they they oftentimes don't have sex on on their uh on their wedding night or honeymoon. The- they oftentimes reserve I love yous. They still reserve their ability to be vulnerable with one another. And I think it, it comes down to the same concepts of this whole notion that men have about women who I can't sleep with. It's just like the man oftentimes who I think are viewing that mm-hmm. are putting marriage and the relationship before the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you wanted to sleep with her and to you sleeping with her still holds some high significance even to yourself. Mm-hmm. 
but it was cool to sleep with her on the first night. But yet you can't tell you can't be vulnerable with her. Yet you can't you can't see her past this sleeping with the first night or sleeping with her on the first night. So I think we both as men and women are oftentimes going into it with 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 fucked up viewpoints. That's true. That's true. Viewpoints that oftentimes give credit and stability to something that we don't even fully understand. Yeah. Relationships, marriage. That's that's a big one. I don't think we. Do. I think that we don't. We also we we have an understanding of stuff that we think we want or things that we've seen from like our parents. But what did our parents actually show us? Uh, my parents didn't show me nothing good. Like, I have great parents, but, like... I said the same shit? I have great parents, but, like, my mom was with my dad, even though, like, my dad loved my dad to death. That's my homie. But he was a terrible, like, he's a cheater. <laughs> Flat out, straight out. Love him to death. <laughs> he's a cheater. Oh, don't feel bad. A, a whole cheater. I can share that story. But I also know that my dad, like, went through life and his relationships being misunderstood, right? And, like, so I get that, right? And so, anyway, so with that, like, my mom stayed with somebody, like, she was physically attracted to. Like, my parents were very, like, lovey-dovey in that Mm -hmm. sense. But, like, outside of, like, being sexual or having that sexual lusty energy, them motherfuckers didn't fuck with each other. Like, they were not friends. Where it's just like, you know what, I can just chill on the couch with you all day. Like, they weren't friends. And they were so opposite. So I'm, I grew up watching, like, I didn't watch a love story. I didn't watch something. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I grew up being like, I don't ever want to be like this. And then you do it anyway. You turn into that anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you get out. Because it's like, I I, I think I've, I've talked about it on the show. It's just like, I, I know I grew up in a married household. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, sometimes people ask me like, "What do you know about that?" And it's just like, "What experience do you have where you're not married?" And I'm just like, "But you, you, I'm a product mm-hmm. of a married household, mm-hmm. and not only am I a product of a married household, I also know the experience of people who did not grow up in a married household, and I know the experience of people who also did grow up in a married household, mm-hmm. and there's a whole lot of motherfucking similarities between the two. Mm-hmm. Especially when we start talking about what we know now as adults mm-hmm. when it comes to dating and relationships. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us had real guidance on this shit. None. None at all. N- neither one of our parents said, yo, th- these are these are the tools that you'll need to have a successful, you know, journey when it comes to dating, relationships, mm-hmm. and marriage. What the fuck is even marriage? Like, I saw it. What is it? Yep. And it's different for everybody. It is. People don't understand that. And we we struggle to even define it because we don't really understand what it is. Someone defined it. They literally said uh, it is literally two completely separate individuals Mm -hmm. coming together as one and trying to combine their lives and their existing as now as a new identity, as one unit. Under one house, you typically under one household, one roof, and they're like, it's the most difficult thing you will ever do. And it's just like, it is, it is difficult, like marriage or just combining your life with somebody. It's just like, how much do we have actually have to combine? Is that something people should talk about? It's no, I, 
that's a big thing people should talk about. Like, it's a different conversation. I think I'm out. That just gives me an idea for a real last conversation. How much? And but that goes back to the question that I said I would start asking. Like, when I'm ready to get in a relationship, what does a girlfriend look okay. like to you at this point in your life? Not your past, not your future, like right now. Because it's going to change. Mm-hmm. And like, I have to ask myself that. I keep asking myself that now, but I'm like, I don't want a boyfriend right now. But I'm like, what, 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 if I wanted one today, like, what would that look like? What would that mean? How much time do I actually have to give to him? Mm-hmm. How much time does he want? That's the better question. That was the difference between me and my ex. Like, he was just like, you give me more than enough time. You want more. I'm good. He was an Aries. I mean, not Aries. He was an Aquarius. Mm. Shout out to Aquarius, man. Shout out to Aquarius. You're still an Aquarius. Aquarius is better. Lord. Aquarius is an I need to have a conversation with, with, with some several Aquariuses. Mm. I think we have to set the record straight. Yeah. Uh, but wrapping up this conversation, black men are judgmental to women who sleep with them on the first night. Mm-hmm. And that's a barrier we got to break down. Mm-hmm. So, as a black woman, mm-hmm. what can you do to push back against that narrative? Oh, I'm going to ask you if what does this mean? Like, you, this is this is the penis you gave me. What does what does that now mean? Since you gave it to me, and you now think that I am not eligible to be your wife. So should we ask? So should black women ask that before the sex happens? Like, is it is it is it should it be realistic that both parties recognize that the sex is about to go down, and should they both stop? And assess what does it mean for them giving up the penis and the vagina for each other before it happens. I think that depends on your situation. Like, like right now, like I'm not trying to be nobody's wife right now, so I don't really care. I wouldn't ask you that. And if you decided after we slept together that you don't want to marry me, okay, kudos. But what if it's not even I don't want to marry? I won't talk to you no more. Uh, that's I've never experienced that. Okay. Like, that's yeah. I feel like if we fuck and the next day you don't want to talk to me no more, something was wrong. (laughs) Something was wrong or you got a whole nother situation going on. I've never experienced that. Something was wrong. Okay. I think that's different. I think just more so like not realizing you like somebody and then not wanting to get too involved with them because you like feel like now that she's scarred. So you find having sex, but just like you really, you like spending time with this person. So you're like, all right, I'm not going to call as much. I'm not going to be around as much. But when I'm with you, like, it's very clear that, you know, I enjoy your company and I enjoy being around you. Okay. So, as judgmental of men and sex, um, I'm going to just say this. Black men, uh, I think we, we have to stop perpetuating double standards uh, that put our black women in these situations where they are made to feel that their own natural inhibitions and desires that are very similar, if not the same, mm-hmm. to ours are more harmful to their character right. <laughs> than it is to ours because... 
your dick <laughs> was a part of the conversation. So, like, bro, what? You, 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 you gotta own some of that, brother. But the other thing too, like the we talked a lot about like the sex before, but we didn't talk about the fact that like when you're in a, in your say you're married now, mm-hmm. right, and you're not getting as much sex as you you want to. Um, for a couple of reasons, maybe you had a virgin, maybe you had someone who was, um, not as experienced and they're just like, they still want to keep that pure factor. Like having you, like I heard somebody said, nobody's man wants to slut their girl out. It's just like, well, one, what does that mean to you? Right. And then two, if you want to slut somebody else out, but this you're now married and you're being with this person for the rest of their lives, like. You gonna have to. You only got one choice here: smut this person out. It's and why? And it's like one. Damn. Let's have this conversation. Fuck it. Because here's the thing: we want our wives, our girlfriends, to again come to the table as like this, this pure character. Mm-hmm. N- you know, be open to different things. And it's just like you said, you realistically only have one motherfucking option at that point. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, they don't fulfill that need. They don't, they don't, what do you do then? Mm, you gotta, But you set it up that way. Yeah, that's true too. You wanted her to be, oh no, I want her to be, I want her to be nasty, but I don't want to be too nasty. Yeah, because what is that? Like, I mean, if you don't want somebody licking your butt, I get that. That's fine. That's like, fine. you should talk about the things that you want, but, right? But the question is, even with that is, have you had that experience to even know whether you like it or not? Right. I have mean, you thought about what that experience would be for you to know whether you like it or not? I think that that's the thing that, like, yeah, it's something you could try. But for men, men are pretty sensitive about their assholes. And so, like, they're just like, I don't even want, I don't even want to know if it feels good because I'm not trying to ride that train. But see, I, I carry that, carry that experience into sleeping with the person the first night. And then whatever the vibe was that brought you to sleep with them the first night, riding that out to see whether it could be something real. Because there was a vibe that allowed you to have sex with them the first mm-hmm. night. The same way there was a there was a vibe that allowed you to go on a first date and a second date mm-hmm. and then keep the conversation going and then have sex. I'm like, why can't there be those things? Mm-hmm. It's just like, stop that bullshit. Did you equate that to looking somebody's butthole though? <laughs> I just want to make sure. It's just like you haven't experienced it. Like you, you, uh, yeah. you are just going based off of what you think you know based mm-hmm. off of what someone else has said to you that That's isn't true. correct. The same way it's been said that if you sleep with her the first night, she's not pure. She can't be something else to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, if you get your asshole licked, you're gay. <laughs> like you like men, you like that that's a, that's unfair. Like shut mm-hmm. the fuck up. Like right. It is what it is. Like that that's just some shit that some people are into, some are not. Right. Like <laughs> I had it on my my Instagram. I asked like, "What did you do for your man uh, <laughs> this Valentine's Day?" And one of the responses was, "I ate his ass." Oh yeah, see that. And my response was, "Cheers." I mean, that's what you. I just feel like people should talk about the shit that they like. Like, let's talk about it 
And then, like, there's a lot of stuff I experienced over the last seven years with my ex. Like, he always wanted to try stuff. And at first, I was just like, nigga, I'm not doing that. Then I'm like, all right, I've been with this nigga for four years now. I'm like, well, if he ain't going to do it with me, like, he's going to like he's gonna want to do it with someone, right? And so not that he would necessarily cheat, but just, like, the desire is there. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm going to really, at that time, I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with this person, right? So, like... And even if you are, if you even if you are planning on spending it, if you are currently spending the rest of your life with someone, it's just like, if this is something that they are interested in, and let's keep it on the topic of sex, like yeah. that that's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. What other outlet do they have but you? Yeah. And you also then ask yourself. What is holding it back from? Like, why? Mm-hmm. Especially if, again, you have no real conceptual understanding of what it is. Right. Again, you don't know if you could sleep with her on the first night and it'll become, like, one of the greatest relationships you ever have. Right. You don't know whether if you get your ass ate, you might like it. That's true. You may like not it. like it. You may sleep with her and realize, oh, shit, this wasn't the best situation. Mm-hmm. Figure this shit out, though. Like, have these experiences. People are terrified to have those experiences. That's the thing. People are scared to experience things. And I can say, like, from my own experience, I've been scared. I literally, like... That's why I do like relationships. Because I'm like, I wouldn't have done all this shit with just somebody... You know what I mean? Like, just out here fucking around. Like, the, the, the shit that I've learned and the shit that I've, like, been able to, like, do with that person, it was trusting. But... It was a trust oh. thing. It was trust. Now I'm like, there's certain shit I'm like, oh, you don't do that? But why? Though? Like, okay, so I can share this story time, right? Once, I remember in high school, I met this girl. I was uh, I was out in the city, Manhattan, doing some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was charity. I was, like, picking up a bunch of gifts for, like, uh, to give away to, like, another community-based organization that was collecting gifts for kids mm-hmm. and i met this girl i think in a train station and we, we literally spent the rest of the day together like shop like she came with me shopping on mm. like to buy these gifts like we talked i think i bought her a book um you know those people who be in a, a 42nd street the the shuttle train station mm-hmm. like doing like the the surveys and shit like that mm-hmm. like we both sat for those i bought her the book for it um and after that day, i never talked to her again what? But it wasn't intentional. It wasn't like, oh, like, I purposely never, like, I didn't want, like, I, we exchanged something, but we just never, like, neither one of us made an attempt. But that experience was beautiful. And hmm. it was like, I didn't know you. I didn't, you know, plan on having this experience. Like, it wasn't like, oh, I, I hit you up and, like, we met right. online. Like, it's just, I happened to meet you that day and we shared the day together. And it was, it was a beautiful day. Why did you never call her? And why did she never call you? Cause I don't even remember. Like, it's just... But I, I bring that up to talk about, like, the fact that you could just meet people. Like, mm-hmm. and just have beautiful experiences with people. And we, we didn't fuck. Like, we didn't... Mm-hmm. Like, anything. It was literally... I had a great time with her. Like, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed, like, spending the day with her. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we talked about so many different things. She told me a lot about her life. I told her a lot about mine. Mm-hmm. Like... Like, her life was vastly different from mine. Like, I remember, like, her... Like, there's particulars I do remember about that story that mm-hmm. just were... I know were different from mine. Mm-hmm. But we were able to connect as two people. Yeah. And we should have more of that. Like, people just need to start talking to people more I often tell- and stop, like... Like, and being of vulnerable. 
there's power. I, I, I put this on my Instagram literally earlier. There is power in vulnerability. I'm very vulnerable. Vulnerable with people, even people I don't know, because it's like it's a so, facing your fear. Yes, there is so much power in it. And what can you do? Like, and my whole thing is like I can tell you my I can tell you my business, right? I don't really have anything to hide. There's nothing that I've done that I'm ashamed of. Like, it's just like some shit has happened, or I've done some shit. I'm like, yeah, I probably won't do that shit again. But what am I gonna do about it? You know what I mean? So by me telling you, it's it's me sharing this story time. Shit, I've been telling you all my business. Since like fucking August, out the blue. Yes. Out the fucking blue. It's okay to be vulnerable. It's power like in it. it is. You learn shit. Like what do you? People. Everybody's a people are afraid of being judged. That's the biggest thing, and that's why like that's where that sleeping with somebody because it's not just we've been pushing this whole thing on men. Like it's not just a man thing. Women are this are pretty much pretty similar to the yes. especially the women who are not sleeping with people their first night. Um, and like, even like, it's not even just the first night thing. Like I said, that was literally the first time I've ever done that. But I don't, I'm like, this shit was amazing. Like the, the sex was amazing. The, the, literally the connection, like he's cool as fuck. Like I truly enjoy his company. Um, but it's just also just like, I could have seen myself before being like, girl, or my friend was like, you have no discipline. It's like, no, I got discipline. It's just the, I want to fuck him exactly, and that's it turned it. out to be amazing. So. That's it, like that's it. That's so. it. <sighs> All right, so this is where we at with it. Listen, stop being judgmental. That's both men and women. Mm-hmm. If you want to sleep with somebody, sleep with them. Um, yeah, that's where we at. All right, so money, power, respect. Uh, let's talk about these uh, Democratic primaries and. Um, Let's talk about Bloomberg, because uh, he he's rising in the polls. Um, this man has spent over three hundred and fifty million dollars. He's only been in the race about maybe two and a half, three months now, mm. and uh, he's also rising in terms of popularity amongst Black voters. I think he's second or third in the recent Quinnipiac poll. Uh, yes, he's second. It's Sanders, Bloomberg, Biden. Mm. I feel like that that's the that's the breakdown of support amongst black voters. Mm-hmm. And lately, Bloomberg has been facing some backlash here in New mm-hmm. York versus over his stopping for his policies and, and how he's, you know, viewed some other things. Mm-hmm. And um, as a black man who grew up in New York in the era of stop and frisk, uh, as a black man who grew up in New York in the era of the, the Great Recession. Mm, yeah. I can see this. I can see both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. I can see where Bloomberg, as a politician, developed uh, or enabled a policy that significantly targeted uh, black and brown people. Um, stopped many of my peers. I I I can count at least twice. Uh, being stopped for bullshit reasons, right? I think we're just bullshit reasons. Like, just flat out, like, anybody else, it would have been cool if I was white. But because right. I was blackhead, it was an issue. Uh, so with that, we, we, we know that there are, he, he, on one side of the coin, propelled a policy that really just didn't support the black community. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, I know that he also, as a businessman, put the city in a place to where 
even during that that recession period, mm-hmm. New York City was on some pretty stable fo- uh, foundation. As a child of a parent who worked for the city, mm-hmm. uh, as a as a person who was able to find a job through city contracts after mm-hmm. college, and the money was was there and available for these programs, mm-hmm. I can say we we benefited as mm-hmm. a city for having him. Mm-hmm. And I think. I was having this conversation recently about some some older blacks who are like, stop and frisk. Okay, what else do you have? Mm -hmm. And it's just like, yeah, you can kind of understand. Again, they may see both sides of the coin as well. It's like, oh, we went through some worse shit. Like, stop and frisk. Like, okay. I hate when people do that. And it's not, I get it because it sucks to minimize it. But I think something we we as, as voters have to realizes one we're not going to find this perfect candidate like that 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 mm-hmm. doesn't exist i think we're we again just how we look at dating purality and purity mm-hmm. tests like they have to be like this 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 perfect person it's just like they're not like they're people yeah two is our leading candidates are all white at this point mm-hmm. and one thing we as black voters are going to have to just come to terms with is, as they are white, they've all likely done some racist shit. Yeah, especially old and white. <laughs> like, yeah. None of them is, is, first of all, I think you have, you have to be 34 or older to run for president. 34 or 37, one of the two. It's literally one of those two. Yeah. Um, to run for president. Which I, I get. And to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. If you if you forty and older, I'm pretty sure you done some racist shit. Right? I'm sorry, like you just gotta own it. Like it's okay. Like we can call these people out. Like mm-hmm. it's you, you as 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 a white person have to admit it. Um, but these are some of the things that we have to. I think we have to really really come to terms with and mm-hmm. figure out who is the devil that we're most willing to sleep with at this point. Yeah, just calling out what you're so like in in. In the same way as dating, because I feel like you're dating these. Everybody's gonna date these candidates, and then you vote for them, right? This is this is who you want to be your boyfriend, your president, yeah. right, or your husband, whatever. But so in this sense of like, we need to call out what we think are what we are okay with, right? Yeah. So like, how bad are we willing to be? Like Joe Biden's one of his biggest things was the um, what is it? Jesus, the crime bill. The, yes, the crime bill. Then you have like, I, what's Bernie's bad thing? I don't really know. Cause I haven't like yeah. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Bernie has a, a outwardly there uh, negative in terms of the black community. You know, he mm-hmm. stood with civil rights. When it comes to Bernie and just like recognizing again white people, like it's just com- recognizing that he may not be able to see it fully from the other side, mm-hmm. and that's where something a misunderstanding may come from. Mm-hmm. It's not that he's he, and again, this is this comes with just recognizing they all have likely done or said some racist shit, right? Because it's, there's just a lack of understanding from the other side, mm-hmm. and I think when it comes to Bernie, we I know I can't point to just one particular thing or that someone has said or there's mm-hmm. been a, a news report on, but he's white. He's, he doesn't he's 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 lived the life of a white man yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. Um so 
he will never be able to fully understand it from the side of a, of someone who is not white. Right. Um, who has to grow up with this this understanding of the moment you walk in the door, no matter what you say out of your mouth, they see you mm-hmm. for, as different. Yeah. Um, so that's where I think that understanding of just recognizing we, we have to realize who's the devil we're willing to sleep with. Mm-hmm. And at this point, for, for everyone, um, but particularly for blacks, Mm-hmm. Hispanics, uh, immigrants, whoever. Mm-hmm. If you are not a white male, I think it is imperative that you realize that this this time, this 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 purpose, this mm-hmm. right now, nothing else matters but getting Donald Trump out of office. Yeah, I think people are too poor. They like scared that like who whoever they choose and what's next. But then also like we talked about like figuring out what what can we get down with. Like what can we be like? All right. As long as your current pros are outweighing your past cons, right? Because are you still doing the things that you were doing? Or did you make a mistake? Or, you know what I mean? Maybe not even know it was a mistake until years later, right? Mm -hmm. You've grown. You've changed. You know, people don't accept growth. I think that's the biggest thing. Cancel culture is bullshit. Yeah, I... uh, Here's the thing. I, I can get down with, like... I I mean, when I think of cancel culture, I think of like R. Kelly, and I'm just like, that's different. I think of I think R. Kelly, Cosby, them niggas is in a different category. Like yeah, those are, like... that's that's excommunication, expulsion. Like that's where we're at. Like that. Yeah. Go back to school. There can be detention. Mm-hmm. There can be some suspension. There can be expulsion. Yeah, they need to just. They they're expelled, expelled, like expel, yeah. whatever that is. They are they completely excommunicated from the community because like that that those are wild. Like, mm-hmm. We we can there there is a there's a point of just some real things that I think common understanding can be found found on and and for at least those two categories. Yeah. Or those two individual cases, scenarios, situations. Mm-hmm. That's the way they are. So yeah, catch culture is bullshit. So on the state level, uh, Bill de Blasio uh, endorsed Bernie Sanders uh, for president recently. Mm -hmm. And the critique has been that a uh, Bill de Blasio seen more as a moderate Mm -hmm. um, could endorse a liberal socialist candidate such as Bernie Sanders. I'm going to say first that I don't think there's a, anything wrong with socialism. Right. Uh, I think that's a, a talking point of the the GOP that we perpetuate as if it's a negative thing. Um, because m- many of us in our own communities benefit off of social welfare programs. Uh, and not everybody has the opportunity to you know, live off their own means because this country ain't built off of niggas living on their own means in the first place. So social welfare programs are amazing for uh, some in our community. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you know, but de Blasio hasn't been the best fucking mayor. Right. And uh, he's been pretty shitty. Very. You know what it is? He has good policies. Mm-hmm. He has good ideas. Mm-hmm. He just sucks when it comes to execution. His team sucks when it comes to execution. That's a strong point. Yeah. They're fucking trash when it comes to execution. <laughs> Since like day one. They fucking suck. They have not like progressed over these whatever years of being in office of 
getting better at fucking executing. They, they are trash when it comes to executing. Maybe that's their game plan. No, because he really he ran fucking president thought he had a real shot when his fucking execution sucks on the mirror. Like, it's trash. Like, it's trash. As a New Yorker, his execution is trash. Like, it's fucking horrible. So, anyways, there is a mayoral election in uh, 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so, please start paying attention. Some of our, our candidates that we know are definitely running are Scott Stringer, who's the per, uh, current city comptroller. Uh, Brooklyn Borough President Eric Adams is going to be running. Oh, wow. uh, who else is planning on running for mayor? I feel like there's a couple other people in there. Uh, I think Jumani Edwards. Oh. Uh, Jumani Williams, sorry. Uh, the New York City Public Advocate may run. Okay. Um, it's a very good chance he would. Uh, we're going to see, but... For my people, please be paying attention. Uh, I've included information on where to register for vote and the New York, uh, New York presidential primaries as well as the New York State uh, legislature primaries. I've kept those in the information section. So uh, please, please, please be spreading the word that everyone should be getting registered to vote. We should be talking about it. We should be paying attention. 2020 is a pivotal election year. And niggas gotta start paying attention. Um, the goal, the situation is it's. I'm okay and comfortable with calling it life or death that Trump's gotta be voted out of office. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna keep talking about it. We're gonna keep listening. We're gonna keep doing this. So let's wrap this shit up. Let's get out of here. Uh, you got anything you wanna leave the people with? I think that everybody should do what the fuck they want to do. Mm. And I think that they should take that in as serious as possible in all facets of their life, their current relationships, whether they're single, in their relationship, whatever, married, their life, their work. Like, if you don't want to do some shit, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Unless that is going to bring you to the thing that you want to, right? Because we all have to do some shit in the meantime to get to where we want to be to an extent, right? Like, you know, I want to make a million dollars. I can't do that not working, right? And not not just my job, but like not going after that dream. Mm-hmm. Like there's some things I have to do to get to that space. So if it's something like that, okay, fine. But like you just be like, I really don't want to do this action because it's not going to bring me joy. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that people need to start focusing more on that um, and being upfront with people. That's what I'll leave everybody with. Do what you want to do and be upfront with people. Do what you want to do and be upfront with people. That's what's up. So, email, questions, comments, concerns, themes, topics, things you want to talk about. If you're trying to be on the show, if you want to curse me out, if you want to tell me it was a good episode, email everybodymadpod at gmail.com. IG, like, follow, everybody mad pod. Crystal, you want to drop your IG for the people? No. <laughs> That's fine. You ain't, you ain't, listen, don't use penal information if you don't want to. My, my joints might be on there. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Copy. No. So. I'll repost it. They'll find me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will find me. <laughs> so, as always, this is everybody mad. Uh, follow on all. Uh, podcast platforms thank you for listening if you like this if you're feeling this subscribe if not thanks for listening find us everybody mad on all platforms uh live for something we're gonna go out with a bang and uh we're just gonna say do what brings you joy do what makes you happy is everybody mad
the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We out. Or even-